Front Face Lock Podcast is brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. Quality products at affordable prices. Find them on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook. That's Lucky 13 Beard Company. That's not just the coolest. What the fuck? That's not just the best. We're going full deal. Front Face Lock Podcast. But I don't like it. Probably never will. Now that, my friend, is just incredible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast, the unfiltered weekly podcast. That's not us. What? Oh, oh, that's right. That's not us. We're front face lock. Yeah. Same amount of people now, though. Yeah, like exact same amount. There was three, and now there's two. But I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the hotel living till the 19th king, Vinny. Thank you for the lovely welcome. You're welcome. What's up, everybody? Lovely welcome. So today... We are doing WWE Unforgiven 2003. Now, Vinny came to me with two of them. Great Ameri- WCW Great American Bash 1997 sounded atrocious, but so does Unforgiven 2003. And so we put that up on Twitter and the people spoke once again. And we are doing WWE Unforgiven 2003. People have spoken. So, yes, Unforgiven so, yeah, Excuse me for my sobriety at the beginning. I was watching the Mets lose and I didn't quite get a chance to finished drinking my gentleman jack out of the glass because i am a gentleman today no slugging from the bottle i'm a gentleman as well but i am drinking my miller light out of a bottle and which i don't know maybe i should switch beers because i saw a tweet that hulk hogan put up of him with a can of miller light saying drink a couple of these before a match like win championships and then drink a couple of these after the match did you see his deformed thumb in the picture (laughs) his thumb just looks like a fucking baby dick if you are extremely racist, you start getting weird deformities out of nowhere. Do you start looking like a fat Joaquin Phoenix? Might. <laughs> Sounds about right. We're talking wrestling, right? Uh, we might be. So Unforgiven 2003. This was a, a Raw pay-per-view. This was when they did the brand pay-per-views. It was September 21st, 2003 in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Ooh, Hershey Park. Hershey Park. I went there as a kid. I love that place. Me too. I loved it. It was at the Giant Center. The Giant Center? Was it inside Big Show? It was just Big Show was standing there and everybody was inside of him. It's like the Statue of Liberty. They just crawled inside Big Show and had a match. He's just standing there and they're like, where do we go? And he's like, I'm the center. It's like, but your name is Big Show, but I'm Giant. And I was the Giant. Get it? Waka waka. <laughs> so, we're so fucking That's stupid. Stupid. Um, <laughs> The attendance was 10,347, and, and the Giant Center, actually, Big Show has a pretty good capacity, 10,500. Yeah. Obviously, WCW does not exist right now. Or would they have wrestling matches inside a person? Nor, yes, no, no. Well, would they? No, probably like an animal or something. You know what? At this point, I don't see Vince not doing something. I would. We can come up with the most ridiculous concept in the world, and Vince would be like, I love it. Side note, I want to give it a shout out to brainbuster boys because their new episode apparently i haven't listened to it yet is vince mcmahon going ape shit so obviously no wcw but there is tna tna is doing their weekly pay-per-views in the 10 c fairgrounds which i think held like 400 people or something right september 24th 2003 is the closest one they have to it and Mm. the card has some recognizable names i'm gonna tell you what what 
watching it, and I've, I've said it a couple times lately after watching it on Pluto for free. I'm actually a big TNA fan. I am hit or miss because I'll wa- I've been watching it also on Pluto. Sounds like we're being brought to you by Pluto. We're not. We're being brought to you by uh, Lucky Thirteen Beard Company. But I'm not going to do a 20 minute promo about them because he's just a cool guy who owns it and he's got a good product. But I will say there's there's like every fourth match is like amazing, and then there's like a couple that are shit, and then it's like an amazing match. Yeah, I was watching the like best of the X Division matches, and there's a uh, some guy that apparently is in NXT now as a manager, but he uh, a Jersey Shore type of guy. I know who you're talking about. Fucking awful. When yeah. he would get hit, he'd be like, like. Like he was getting electrocuted or some shit. It was terrible. I know who you're talking about. I don't know what he's saying. He had the Pauly D haircut. Yeah, and he lives in Brick, and he's from Alpine. Wait, he lives in Brick? Yeah, currently lives in Brick. Well, yeah. might have to look him up. Right, he probably lives right next to you. TNA. So this was the TNA weekly uh, nonstop total blah 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 blah. September 24th, Tennessee Fairgrounds, Nashville, Tennessee. So a lot of recognizable names in this. So okay. I'm going to give them credit for uh, trying and giving giving it their best heave ho. Okay. NWA TNA X title number one contendership five way elimination match. What? It's the it's a five way elimination match for the number one contendership for the X division championship. Okay. It is Jerry Lynn, Chris Sabin, Frankie Kazarian, and Juventud Guerrero and. No, no Sawa? I think I actually saw this match the other day. Oh, really? Sound, uh, Chris, Jerry Lynn wins. Jerry Lynn does win, yes, actually. Yeah, I saw this match, yeah. Then the next match is Midgets. It's the name, I guess the name of their tag team is Midgets because I looked them up. They're not Midgets. So they're not Midgets. It's Midgets versus Red Shirt Security. It's Chris Vaughn and Rick Santel. Okay. Versus Kevin Northcutt and Ryan Wilson. Maybe they're the Mid-Gets. Carter's getting total nonstop action mid gets and they're not mid jets i'm trying to explain why they're really not small people because they're mid gets do you know any of them i don't know who they are chris vaughn and rick santel no i don't know them either then you have uh terry taylor i know him the rooster red rooster red rooster terrence taylor that guy and he's fighting kid cash with abyss but abyss is in his corner oh kid cash is horrible yeah, I didn't like him, but you know who's in Terry Taylor's corner? One of your favorites of all time. One of my favorites, I'm sure. <sighs> He's a cowboy. Oh, Barry Windham? No, not that cowboy. James Storm. Yeah. Ugh, fuck him. He really does that. The more I've been watching him on TNA, he sucks. He's so terrible. Bad. And Bobby Roode was kind of terrible, too. In TNA, Bobby Roode was terrible. Yeah, yeah, as Beer Money. Beer Money was probably the, one of the worst tag teams I've ever watched in my life. And James Storm is just... I, 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 horrible. I agreed with you because I had seen a few of his matches. I didn't like him when you first brought it up. And the more and more I've watched his matches, either recently or on the Pluto channel, like, he is just... He's not interesting. No. <laughs> That's why he lasted one day in NXT. It's not the right environment for me. These guys are good. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> These guys have talent and they're interesting and they have personality. And I'm a cowboy who drinks beer. I drink <laughs> this warm beer out of a bottle and I spit it on people. Yeah. I'm a cowboy. Pew, 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 pew. We gotta reload my six shooter. Pew, pew, pew. 
Better grab a beer because I'm a cowboy. I'm going to spit my beer in your face. Maybe I won't grab a beer. Maybe I'll grab a sarsaparilla. Where the fuck was I? I think that when James Storm came out, every time he, he would come out to the match, he would have another guy come out with him and measure the opponent for like the casket. Like tombstone kind of shit or like Deadwood. Yeah. Like he would come and he'd like measure his neck and his height and shit. That'd be great. I, yeah, like and I've said this many times. I don't like the whole wrestling cowboy gimmick, but if you're gonna do it like Deadwood or Tombstone or you know something like that, well, yeah, have somebody come out and measure them and be like, "What are you doing? Oh, I'm just measuring you for your casket." Just stupid shit like that. That'd be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. And like, or come, you, out, or come out with the the flash bulb. Like yeah, the, with the guy who holds the thing up when he's taking yeah. the picture. And have the saloon doors flopping open. That would be good. And then and the music's like that old school piano. No, not even that. Just that. And then he comes walking out. It stops. And then you just hear spurs. Something interesting. Not just, I got a cowboy hat on and I'm wearing a leather coat. And I'm just going to fucking throw some bottle of beer. And I call myself a cowboy, even though nothing else says I'm a cowboy except for this hat. See the hat? Cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> What's next? Uh, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett versus Christopher Daniels. <sighs> Someone should punch him right in his face. He's still in Impact, isn't he? He's in Impact. No, he's in AEW. That's right. I hate him. Then you have the NWA World Tag Title Six-Man Tag Match. That's a tongue twister right there. David Young, Glenn Gilberti. Yep, Disco. Disco Inferno and Simon Diamond defeat three live crew. Simon Diamond's pretty bad, too. Simon Diamond? Yeah, three live crew, which was my next least favorite tag team ever. They're pretty bad. We talked about this the other day. All right, so we have Ron Killings, a.k.a. R-Truth, a.k.a. K-Quick, whatever you want to call him. Amazing guy. Yes. A very talented wrestler, good on the mic. And then you pair him with fucking Conan. K Dog, Max Moon, Wolfpack for life. So if they couldn't, if they couldn't pick another worse wrestler, all right. So this guy, this next guy, we were talking about it. He was on one of the best tag teams in WWE, I think, history, all time. But he sucks. When I was watching the TNA thing, and they came out to Three Life Crew, and he's like, "All right, everybody, do you remember this one?" And he did the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. No, and he like, didn't. Yes, he did. Yes, he no, did. no, no. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he no, he did not. He did. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, total nonstop action proudly brings to you NWA or whatever, like TNA, Tag Team Champions of the World, three live crew. Who gives a fuck? He shimmied out, too, to do all that. Of course, he fucking, he fucking shimmied. <laughs> and then you can see just our truth is looking like, why am I with these two guys? So what's next? <laughs> So the next match is a bunkhouse brawl. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. What does that mean? It's just a, a no-holds-barred, but with bunk. <laughs> we went over this once before. We, we did, because Dustin Rhodes fought Jeff Jarrett in WCW. We never watched it. We never watched the bunk. We had it on. We didn't pay attention to it. But it's, uh, it's actually AJ Styles versus Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. So it's just a Rhodes gimmick. No, no, yeah. Dusty Rose invented the bunkhouse bunk match. So it's probably shit. Most likely, but it's AJ Styles. 
Then actually the main event is something I actually may try to check out because it actually sounds might like it might be pretty good. Half of the it might be pretty good. Okay. It's the gathering, which is Julio De Niro, Raven, and CM Punk uh-huh. versus Shane Douglas and the Disciples of the New Church, Sin and Slash. Who are they? I have no idea, but the fact that CM Punk and Raven are in it is to me worth watching. I didn't know CM, CM Punk was in TNA very shortly. I have a feeling that those disciples of the what are they called? The disciples of the new church. I have a, a I'm not, I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to be the Harris brothers. No, it's not. Who's it? Nicholas. And then I'm going to try to pronounce this name, but there's seven consonants in a row. C V E J T K O V I C H. And I just had a seizure trying to spell that. What? Nicholas. I don't know how to even start. How do you pronounce C V? How's that? What's the sound that makes? <laughs> and then you have J T K. Zikovich. So wait, that's slash or that's. This is uh, sin. Yeah, Nicholas Zetejevich. Slash was Kelly Wolf. That was a guy. Okay, no one cares. Who was also called Airwolf, Cyberpunk Fire, Slash, Wolfie D, and Cerebus. And the other people that were in that. that stable were Mike Awesome, Shane Douglas, Cobain, Brian Lee, Malice, Tempest, and Vampiro. Brian Lee was Chains, though, who was also with the Harris Brothers. Oh, and Tempest was Crowbar. Malice was Sergeant Awall or The Wall. He had a myocardial infarction, too. All these guys die of heart attacks. Who's this guy? Flash Flanagan? And Vampiro. Vampiro. Who gives a shit? I'm, I'm just looking at Vampiro's bio here. Not to sound too much like somebody's just going to read off Wikipedia, but his Vampiro's other ring names were Vampiro, El Vampiro, Vampiro Candanines, Canadian Vampire Casanova, El Beamer, Gene Richards, and Ian Richards. Oh, okay. So they're all similar. Yeah, it's, 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 see, followed a similar path. All right. Let's go. What's next? That was the main events. Now we're going to switch over. Unforgiven 2003, the people's choice. So in a Sunday night heat match, which we're obviously not going to watch, but this was the lead in match. It was Maven. Yep. Remember him? Yeah, I I didn't until you brought it up to me. Versus Steven Richards. And Maven wins. I know, right? Versus he beats Stevie Richards. Maven also beat The Undertaker. Oh, God, that's right. And then he got fired. Like he got fired like in 2004, didn't he? Yeah, it's pretty awful. He was one of those tough enough guys, wasn't he? He The first tough enough winner. winner. Oh, he set the bar so high. (laughs) Then you had the Dudleys, who if we we can get into it because I agree with you, against La Resistance, which was Rene Dupree, the Canadian phenom. No, it was French phenom Rene Dupree. Rod Conway, Sylvain Grenier. Sylvan, Sylvian Grenier, Sylvian, Sylvian Grenier, whatever. But anyway, so the Dudley boys, unpopular opinion. They suck. <laughs> they do suck. Unpopular. Let me preface before you say anything, because I agree with you, but let me preface something. WWE, this era, Dudley boys, good. Yes. End He's- of ECW run, Dudley boys, good. Yes. Anything after WWE Dudley Boys sucks. Well, 
I also want to say something. ECW Dudley Boy is good. When the Dudley Boys first went to WWE and they were stuttering and they were stupid, sucked. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. I forgot about that. And they were like, and like he had to like hit him on the head to like finish his stutter. That was terrible. When they lost Spike Dudley, they became good. They started doing like the TLC matches and shit. When they started feuding with Spike, like they used to in ECW. Yeah, that's when they started getting good again. TNA suck. I'm sorry, Bully Ray, Brother Ray. Billy Ray, I don't care what you want to call him. Maybe a nice enough guy. He's got a good podcast I hear. I don't listen. He's a banging velvet sky. Fucking good for you. But you guys weren't it. You, you're not good. And I heard he gets really pissed if you say, like, like wrestling's not real or something. He, like, will want to fight you. Well, you know who gets really pissed if you say wrestling's not real? Who's and that? I wouldn't know because we can't follow him anymore is Ryback. But he says wrestling's not real. Oh, he's. Oh, that's right. Excuse me. I'm mistaken. Because I can't even, I don't know because we can't read his tweets anymore because we're all blocked by him. <laughs> the new tag team in uh, AEW is going to be uh, Ryback and Matt Cardona as the fucking little whiny bitches or something like that. Because they just block anybody who disagrees with them. Side note, which, yeah. which is going to turn into a 20 minute rant. Everyone who follows wrestling obviously probably knows that Ryback keeps posting polls. polls. Whether or not, what, what should he go to AEW, TNA, uh, NWA, whatever, or retire? And the first time he did it, it was like 74,000 votes for him to retire. He's not retired. No, I didn't. Th- I thought he was retired, but it was like over, it was like 95% retire. Is retiring a, a nice way of saying, I've been unemployed for so long, I'm just going to stop looking for work? I think in the wrestling world that that's what it means. <laughs> Let's be honest, dude. He posted something the other day that said, I've gotten rid of all the Chinese and Russian trolls. Yeah, bots and shit. And bo- bots and trolls. And I, I'm narrowing it down. Please don't say retire if you don't mean it. What should I do? And I saw it <laughs> innocently enough. And as anybody who listens to this show knows... We don't do anything. We, we're not malicious people. We don't like to hurt people's feelings. We don't like to do things that, that make people feel inferior. We don't like to do things that maybe somebody would take as us being assholes. Liar! We're nice people. Liar! Great people. Wonderful people. Fantastic people. Top tier exemplary some of the best people i've ever met cream of the crop but anyway he put the poll up again and i may have voted for retire and i could have just left it at that but being this wonderful sweet humane person i am liar and i hate to use this analogy but it's like when a horse breaks its leg sometimes you got to take it in the back and shoot it and send it to the glue factory i may have commented and said with a gif because i love gifs and it's just a gif that said it was a guy on a computer typing and it just said just give up (laughs) and i'm i'm telling you within 30 seconds i was blocked there's an addendum to that after you told me that he was blocked i went to ryback's page no you did not i did and i looked at his poll and i really took careful consideration with what he was asking and I also clicked retire 
And I said, dude, literally no one wants to see you wrestle. You can't put up a poll and then get mad at the results. What a clown face. And I guess I'll be getting blocked. <laughs> and guess what? I was. Cheers to the wrestlers who keep blocking us. Matt Cardona, Ryback, welcome to the club. And the, that indie girl. Charlie Cruel did not block us. No, Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn definitely blocked you. She blocked us and then unblocked us so she can tell me off again. Did she re-block you? And then, no, she hasn't re-blocked me yet. I didn't want to get into it. So there was an incident that happened. Very offensive to us. We, we pushed the boundaries on this show. We're right at the line. We don't cross that line. That line was crossed by somebody we know. We did not appreciate it. We wanted to make other people aware of it. One of the people I tried to make aware of it happened to be Harley Quinn. Cruel. Uh, Cruel. What is her name? Killer Cruel. Charlie Cruel. Charlie Cruel. Probably sh- shitty ass indie wrestler. Her. Same message I sent to everybody. Sorry to bother you. Sent the message. I'm not going to get into what it is. You know, just wanted to make you aware of this. And she goes, I accept your apology. And I <laughs> said, well, I'm not apologizing for the fact that we were making fun of you a couple months ago. Right. I'm just letting you know about something and I'm apologizing for this one instance. Yeah, we don't give a shit about you. Yeah, I could give two shits whether or not you were offended by the fact that we made fun of your stupid unoriginal gimmick. She was more offended by the fact I wouldn't apologize for making fun of her gimmick than the fact that I was exposing a racist to her. <laughs> and I said that to her and she goes, I'm done talking to you. And I said, have a nice day. I'm glad I can impact your day. After calling me a loser and all this shit. And I said, I'm glad I can impact your day. And she goes, I'm through talking. And I'm like, well, you're still going. And then no, she's I'm like, done. And then no, she's you're like, still talking. And then she's like, you're doing your podcast. And I'm over here winning two belts. You're like, yeah, in front of seven people making $30 a match. Again, we've said this. We love the indie scene. We think it's awesome. We have friends in the indie scene. We'll go to indie shows. But everybody that we know in the indie scene doesn't take themselves as seriously as this. Guess we could call it Charlie Cruel with three Ks, huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Waka, waka. Oof. So, yeah, so that was that whole thing. And so, yeah, fuck her. She sucks. Um, Next. <laughs> so, we're, so we'll get, so yeah, the Dudley boys suck. That's what we're, so we're talking about things that suck. Ryback sucks. Cardona sucks. Charlie Cruel sucks. James Storm sucks. And Dudley boys post WWE sucks when they were team 3d yeah and the rolling punch thing is fucking so stupid when they come back in wwe when they you know they bring them back for a rumble or like a nostalgia yeah, match I love them, but they're not good otherwise then you have a match that you when you explain this to me i think my brain exploded it's test versus scott steiner who's with stacy keebler but it's for Stacy Keebler's services. Yeah. But if Test wins, he also gets Scott Steiner's services. From what I understand of this match, from what you explained to me and what I'm reading, if Scott Steiner wins, he continues to keep getting Stacy Keebler's services. But if Test wins, he not only gets Stacy Keebler's services, he gets Scott Steiner's services. Right. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't understand why either. We're definitely doing test and uh, Scott Steiner. So go ahead, go back into that one. Why wouldn't Scott Steiner get test services as well? I mean, he's already got Stacey Keebler services. You know, what does Scott Steiner get if he wins? Does he just keep her services? I guess so, but he's already got it. He doesn't gain anything from it. No, he gets he gets nothing. 
So next is uh, Randy Orton with Ric Flair against Shawn Michaels. All right. That's probably a decent match, but I'm not watching it. Then you have probably something that uh, I might watch when you're not around. Lita and Trish versus Gail Kim and Molly Holly. I would just watch that even if you're around. I really don't care. I'm just going to hear. You squeezing your cheek and doing that noise. That's what I'm going to do during the match, the entire match. Okay. We just had the whole match. There's no talking. It's just. Then you have, for some reason, Kane versus Shane McMahon in a last man standing match. This is what the people wanted from Twitter. Mm -hmm. If I had to choose, I would have went with Great American Bash 97 for other reasons. But this is what the people wanted. And I am not somebody to disappoint the people. Yes. People person. I am a people person. I'm a kind person. I'm a wonderful human being. Liar! Yep. You are a kind person, a wonderful person, and a genuinely nice human being. Most definitely. Liar! Then you have a match that is actually probably fucking awesome. Okay. And I would want to watch it just because it could be great. Okay. Christian, Chris Jericho, and Rob Van Dam. That's probably really good. That might be the best match of the card, if not the best match of the card. Right. Then I want to skip talking about this match now because I feel like there's going to be a lot to discuss. Okay. So I'm going to go to the main event and then I'm going to go back to this. Okay. Should we just wait till we watch that match? No, no. I I want to bring it up. Okay. I feel like it's going to be a discussion. And it might not be, but it might be. Okay. The main event is Goldberg versus Triple H in a career versus title match. Okay. Had Triple H been disqualified or counted out, he would have lost the title. But if Goldberg loses, he has to retire. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Why not just have a retirement match for both of them? Well, Triple H isn't going anywhere. He's fucking Stephanie. So what? We know Goldberg wins the match. I don't even have to look at Wikipedia right now. We know he wins because he doesn't retire ever. (laughs) No, he's still here. I think he actually did retire now because that shitty match he had with McIntyre. He had a shitty match with Reigns, though, too. What what was the last? The last one he did was with McIntyre, and that was atrocious. Couldn't even get him up for the jackhammer. He couldn't even do anything. And then he's got his fucking stupid-ass kid falling all over the place. That kid is an embarrassment to the Goldberg name. Yeah, he's going to name him something else. He's an embarrassment to the show. Name the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. That show is just like, oh, shit. Why did we name the show Goldbergs with that kid existing? Yeah, that kid exists somewhere, and he's ruining it for everybody. Goldberg the goalie. Goldberg the sitcom. Anything Goldberg. named Goldberg, that kid ruined. You ruined it all because he tried to jump over the barricade and busted his ass in front of like 70 million people for anybody who doesn't know what Vinny's talking about it was um when goldberg won the title at wrestlemania i believe whatever whatever the, whatever the fuck he won the title it was probably when he beat the fiend for the world cha- championship title I think it was before that it was before he was when he beat uh brock lesnar or fucking right raymond right somebody he beat somebody and a stupid kid tried to jump the barricade and fell and they kept the camera on him and he just ruined the Goldberg name. 
And he ruined the Goldberg moment. I'm surprised he didn't Benoit his ass after the match. I don't think they sell solo flexes anymore, do they? He can't very well kill him with a Peloton. <laughs> I mean, he could. <laughs> Unless he puts his head underneath the fake wheel at the front of it. All he's got to do is just put him on the Peloton and he'll die. They recalled like 23,000 of them. Do they really? Yeah, the treadmills. Oh, I'm talking about the bicycles. They're getting sucked up underneath them. People are getting sucked up under a Peloton treadmill? Yes, the kids. (laughs) (laughs) They're turning it on when their parents weren't there and they were getting fucking sucked underneath the thing. Well, that just sounds like stupid kids. And Skullberg's kid is one of them. You know what? Full circle. You're right. So I want to. I want to just. I want to go back to the match we skipped. Okay. Because I have a lot of questions. Probably the best match in WWF history, right? Could be. Like I said earlier, this is a raw pay per view. Tag match. No, no. The pay per view is a raw oh, brand. But this is a tag match. This is a tag match. So being that it's a raw pay per view, and we're gonna find out the answer to this question, but obviously Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler in this era are the commentators. Right. So the match is Al Snow and Jonathan Coachman versus Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross for the right to be raw commentators. (sighs) Who's calling the match? SmackDown commentators. Is that the answer? I mean, I'm going to guess. Do you think they did they bring out Michael Cole's this Michael Cole's big debut or this or nobody announces or did they announce from the ring? Do they have headset mics? Oh, my God. I'm Jim Ross and Coachman just give me a drop kick. Oh, my God. I'm trying to see if Al Snow wants to buy my barbecue sauce and he gave me a snowplow. I'm going to kill you, Coachman. And Lawler's sitting there looking at women in the crowd being like, oh, let me see your puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Lawler did not tag in the whole match, actually. I don't know this because I didn't watch it, but I, he did not tag in the whole match because he was too busy staring at the 13-year-old girl in the crowd. <laughs> That's true. Allegedly. Alleged. Alleged. light. And Jim Ross couldn't see the 13-year-old girl because that side of his face is paralyzed. Da-da. Waka, waka. Oh, God. Do we have to watch? This is this sounds bad. I'm sorry. Like, listen, Twitterverse, thank you for choosing this. I appreciate everybody who participates in all the polls we put up but this just sounds bad this is what we do and neither one of us have watched this so it's 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 new for both of us all right so which ones are we watching we're watching the jim ross we have to watch the dudley boy match okay this is a handicap match with a lot of resistance come on okay test match Kane match al snow and then the goldberg match so every match and thanks to peacock we can't skip to the match so we got to fast yeah, forward. Like, is it Dudley match the first match? Yeah. All right. So it's a lot of resistance. Oh, this is a tables match. I'm sorry. It's a it's a handicap tables match? Yeah, because Jim Ross just said you have to put every member of the opposing team through a table. So it's a lot of resistance versus uh, everyone at this in this era loved wearing camouflage. Devon's wearing orange camouflage. He's wearing pumpkin patch camouflage. In case he, he has to hide out in a pumpkin patch. He, he had to fight a war against the fucking great pumpkin king. Hey, you're a veteran. Did you ever get issued orange camo? Here's your desert camo. Here's your jungle camo. Here's your pumpkin patch camo. Here's your, in case we're fighting a war during a hayride. 
camo. Is Bubba Ray wearing a basketball jersey? He's wearing a basketball jersey and like warm up pants. Do you think he ever watched basketball? Do you think he really? They really lived in Dudleyville? No. Do you think that there's town named Dudleyville? No. Do you think that it's possible that someone has lived in the town of their last name? No. I think it is. Is there a Dudleyville? I don't know, but I'm saying if my name was like Jackson, I could live in Jacksonville. Or the town of Jackson, New Jersey. No, there's no Jackson there. Gary Michael Capetto lives in Jackson, New Jersey. Yeah, but his last name's not Jackson. But you just said if your last name was Jackson, you could live in Jacksonville. And I said, or you could live in Jackson. Yeah, but I just told you that nobody named Jackson lives in Jackson. I'm sure it's a it's the biggest town in New Jersey. I'm sure it's so. everybody there. You know everybody in Jackson. Every single person. You know every person in Jackson, yet you don't know if there's a Dudleyville in America. That's true. I never Googled it. I never looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, you were too busy flirting with our guests. Yep. Me trying to make it to mosh. Don't say that. I might get fired. Would that get us fired? Would that would that get us fired? Are we going to lose our sponsor? I don't know. You know what I think about Canadians? The same thing I think about French people, because they're one and the same. French Canadian. I think they're lovely people. They're wonderful people. Which one's Rene Dupree? He doesn't have the blonde hair anymore. The French one. They all look French. What are you trying to say? They all look like they couldn't win a war by themselves? I'm saying they all look like they should have given up at the beginning of the match. I'm saying they should be at a sidewalk cafe eating baguettes and sipping on French tea. I don't know. They make tea in France? They should all be smoking cigarettes, wearing black and white striped shirts, miming to people while watching Jerry Lewis. I think these guys go in the back and French kiss each other. I think they French kiss each other while feeding each other French fries. And French toast. And French bread. And French dressing. And Peru. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's going to get that reference. I guarantee there's going to be like one person, and I I think I know who it is that's going to get that reference. Listen, if somebody gets that reference, we want you to put it up on Twitter and tell us what it's from. And you'll win a prize. Yes, unless you're related to one of us. Yes. Who was the worst Dudley? Who was worse? Sign guy. No. Of the Big wrestler, dick. Of wrestlers. Big dick. No, I'm saying of these two. Oh, you didn't say that because in ECW there was sign guy Dudley. Yeah, there was no, Big Dick Dudley. Dick, Spike, I know. Big dick to one-eyed monsters. Of these two? Bubba Ray. He's worse than Devon? Yeah. Worst move. The weather. No, because that's kind of funny. And they get a good pop when they do that. I... <sighs> That right there, that's the worst move. Just let me wave at you. Yeah. Oh, when they're in TNA and they would say, Oh, here's the was up. When they're in, th- in TNA and they would do the one, two, three, 3D was horrible. I hated that. I understand like getting the crowd involved and you know, all that stuff, but it's kind of annoying. Why does he have a spike armband? Here we go, get the table. So, this is where the match ends if they put someone through t- all the members through the table, right? They have to put all the members, JR said. So if they put one person through, are they eliminated or they still get to wrestle? It doesn't say. They're all Rene Dupree, right? It's just three Rene Dupree's. Rene Dupree? Ugh. (laughs) I hate the fact that I love that joke so much. (laughs) Team Dupree? Three So Devon went through... I'm ignoring that one. (laughs) Devon went through the table, so they're trying to put Bubba Ray through. I went through the table. I guess Devon's not eliminated. I guess it's just 
You have to get Bubba Ray through now. Oh. How upset would you be if that this guy's fucking Velvet Sky and I'm not? Very. Okay, besides that. But no, if you were public enemy, not the rap group, the tag team, as much as I hated them, they did they were the first tag team in mainstream wrestling that brought the tables out. Were they? On a did consistent Dudley, basis. Did the, Dudley, did the Dudleys not do this at the same time? Public Enemy did it a little before. It was like, oh, we're the table people. We're the table people. And then all of a sudden, the Dudley boys come around, and they're the table people, and then Public Enemy goes and dies. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them are dead. They died of embarrassment. They died of the fact that nobody cared about the fact that they brought tables out before the Dudleys. But they were awful. Oh, they were so bad. Was it? What was their names? Uh, Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. You think that every professional wrestler would be an expert at setting up tables? Like they would go to like receptions and set up tables or, you know, conventions, bingo halls. They would just be the guys that would set up tables for people. You would think as a human being with motor skills, you could set up a table. But they're doing it all the time. I don't set up folding tables all the time but if you put a folding table in front of me right now i'm going to be able to set it up i think we should do that challenge that was the worst move that's actually the worst move they do the the, the, the figure four jumping thing is that the bubble bomb is that what he calls oh, it oh that was, cool. that was cool all right that was yeah he just killed renee du two <laughs> oh. actually that was renee dupree this is french flag but they're canadian french canadian but why would they have a French flag? They're still in Canada. Rene Dupree's the French phenom. You suck. Getting hit with a flag would not hurt. Oh, he wiped his ass with the French flag. That is fucked up, Devon. That is disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Is that Rene Dupree? Aren't they all Rene Dupree? That's Rene Duan. I'm going to keep saying it, even though I know you hate it. It's such a dumb joke. I love the joke. It's so stupid. Oh, Rene Duan through the table. He almost The table almost didn't break. Yeah. Did they win? Of course they won. Wait, they're new tag team champions? La Resistance was the champions. Really? With, ooh, man. Ooh, just, that, that could have ended badly. Yeah, because he could have hit his head on that second table. Does oh, he? he did. Ooh! Ooh! Okay, watch this match. Anybody who's listening, watch this match, because I think that's Rene Dupree smacks the lower part of his neck on that Ray, second table. Ray Ducorpse. <laughs> That sucked. <laughs> Ray do paraplegic. <laughs> you should see Ryan's face. It's classic because you know how I get my Arn Anderson face. That's what Ryan's doing right now because he hates my jokes so much. I'm going to keep saying just horrible Renee Dupree jokes. Renee, don't ever walk again. <laughs> I can't say do because he, Renee, do wheel himself in a wheelchair all the you time. You could have said, Renee, do not walk again. <laughs> I don't know if Steiner and Tess were a tag team or something at this time, but it looks hey. like they're, they're fighting over Stacey Keebler. So here's my opinion of Stacey Keebler. Pretty face, great legs, phenomenal ass. But like back then, today she doesn't stand the test of time. I never I never understood the, the test. Like I never like, oh, oh. Oh, he's good. No, he's not. Test was terrible. You're like, he's a roadie for Motley Crue. Oh, God. That was his gimmick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ready for the test? Ugh. Yes. Time to pass the test. 
Wasn't that his music? This is a test. It was this is a test. A test of what? A test of how long can you watch this match before you shut it off? A test of how shitty of a wrestler he was? If he was this bad of a wrestler, how bad of a roadie was he that Motley Crue fired him? And that he had to take a professional wrestling. Oh, Motley Crue fired me somehow. They didn't even fire Nikki Six when he OD'd seven times. I can't break down a stage, but I am going to be a wrestler now. I was watching Rock of Love Bus with Brett Michaels from Poison, and he had a contest where the girls had to break down the stage and then load it into the trailer. They did that shit better than Test because they... They didn't they all did. become professional wrestlers afterwards. Professional wrestlers. So that should say something. Are you ready? That dumb bitch thought George Clooney was going to marry her. Yeah, stupid. I could have told her like a thousand times he wasn't going to do it. I don't really like that she was like seven feet tall, though. She was really tall. I mean, I'm 6'3", so I don't mind the height thing. Girls don't look natural at all. I will say this. Scott Steiner did downgrade from Medasia. Yeah. To Stacey Keebler. Oh, Tess just gave her that pump handle slam. It should have been called the Testament. Should have been called the final exam. Should have been called the... Should have been called the Scantron. Yeah. Should have been called the midterm. What? I'm just waiting to see if you're going to keep going with this dumb joke. Should have been called the pop quiz because it's a test. I would never say something that stupid. I'll tell he's got a stupid eyebrow ring. I mean, even today, I'm still not going to turn away Stacey Keebler. Like if I had the chance, you know? Yeah. I mean, you might. She's not fucking George Clooney or anything now. So you might be next. Yeah. George Clooney then me. But there's a long gap of every other human being in between us. George Clooney. Five billion other people, and then you, and then me. She's halfway through the list. I got a chance. Yeah, I just think she's too tall. She, like I didn't realize how tall she was when I was younger, and now watching her, she just looks awkward. Because she's, she's like, eight foot four. She could be this guy. Um, test. You're a yeah, he sucked. He's got little booties. Little booties. He died of an oxycodone overdose. Wasn't he? Fucking Stephanie McMahon, too? They had an angle where he was, yeah. Where he, like, married her. Where they were going to marry her and Triple H stole him. Stole her. He dated Stacey Keebler from 2001, 2005, and he dated Kelly Kelly. He was fucking jacked. Well, steroids will do that to you. He's still jacked. He's, like, 60 years old. Oh, yeah, no, I would not talk shit to Scott Steiner to his face. So now this is, if Scott Steiner wins, he gets Stacey Keebler's services or test services. No, he gets Scott. He gets Stacy Keebler's services, but if Tess wins, he gets both of their services. Oh, that was a horrible fucking spinebuster. Steiner, when he was a tag team before the steroids kicked in, was an amazing wrestler. This era of Scott Steiner, he's just a jacked guy. This Scott Steiner is not doing a Frankensteiner. No, I mean this Scott Steiner can barely stand. Oh, now he could do some push-ups though. Tess is just molesting her. Obviously, Stacey Keebler doesn't want Tess. Right. So let's just say, unfortunately, your wife decides to divorce you. Okay. And she wants to be with me. No. No, it would never happen. But I'm just saying, 
hypothetically. Okay. And you said, no, I still love my wife. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, no, she's with me. And then you go, well, we're going to have a wrestling match. I'm going to fight for it. If I win, this is you talking. If I win, I get my wife back, and then you have to be my slave. But what kind of services are we talking about? Sexual, obviously. I mean, is that what it is? Is that he's getting CC Cuba sexual services? It's implied. And he'll also get Scott Steiner sexual services because Scott Steiner wears thongs. Listen, they're both half naked in a ring fighting for a woman. It's obviously sexual services. What is it? What is Tess going to ask him to do? Hey, bring my laundry to the laundromat for me. Taxes. Make sure my sheets are folded correctly. Tutor his kids. Yeah. Mow his lawn. Oh, Tess can do push-ups too. They're not as good. Tess sucks. Never once did I go, that was a great Tess match. (laughs) Hey, you you were definitely a Tess and Albert fan. That's right. They were called TNA, weren't they? Yeah, Stratus. Ugh. Never once did I say I'm an Albert fan. Prince Albert? Never. Lord Tensai? I don't even remember Lord Tensai. I heard about him after the fact. I was like, oh, who's that? Is that some cool Japanese wrestler? No, no. it's Albert with it's fake Matt, tattoos all over his head. Matt Bloom. Oh, my God. Ugh. Tess can't even do a double axe handle. Stacey Keeler's banging on the rings like she wants Scott Steiner to bang her later. <laughs> Boo! Shut up. She'd have to get a STD test if that happened. Right? Right? Waka waka. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Every time I thought of tests for some reason back in the day, I always thought of number two pencils. <laughs> Is there a number, any other number pencil? I've never been asked for another pencil. Oh, uh, make sure you have your number two pencils. Be like, oh shit, I have a number eight. God damn it. My mom, you bought me a bunch of number nine pencils. What the fuck? I didn't even know they made number 27s. Those are dollar store ones. Yeah. Oh, a low blow. I feel like Steiner gets low blowed all the time. Well, he's got no dick because of the steroids. Good Did she really tall. push his legs off the ropes? Yeah, good thing she's tall. She would never reach. Oh, he's going to grab by the hair, right? Yep. Up. Oh, abuser. We're going to just see her butt now somehow. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my God. Tess is so bad. Well, First of all, of all the bad names that Vince McMahon has ever come up with, Tess might be in the top five. Tess is pretty shitty. Was he getting mad because she was showing everybody in the audience her ass? Yes. So he's jealous because he wants her so bad? He's a jealous prick. But she doesn't want him. No, of course not. Jesus, she is the most fucking elite. She's the least agile person. Oh, my God. Oh my, she bumped into Scott Steiner and, and fell died. over. Yeah. Died. I've seen fucking Thigina be more agile than this bitch. Tess can't even fucking untie a turnbuckle. And he's going to be loading fucking amplifiers for Motley Crue. Oh, she's just... Oh, no. Look. (laughs) (laughs) You hit him, not me. Look at at his chompers. Dude, he was 30-something years old here. And he won. Stacey Keebler hit Scott Steiner inadvertently with a chair. Of all the things that tested the Scott Steiner, Stacey Keebler hitting him with a chair is what set him off. He has a sex slave. Oh, he had a big boot was his finisher. No, he doesn't have a big booty. He has little booties. Well, whatever. Oh, and he's kissing Stacey Keebler's hand. So what's going on here? Oh, what fate awaits Scott Steiner? He's a slave now. Well, I guess we have to wait for like the next. That sucks. No payoff. 
a little vignette of Kane and the Shane McMahon because Shane McMahon always has to be involved. Shane and Kane. Oh, he's pouring. He lit him on fire. Oh, no, he lit the floor on fire. Oh, but then he got thrown in. Oh, he got super kicked into the fire. Oh, so he's going to be all burned, right? It, ugh. Fuck Shane McMahon. I liked it better when Shane McMahon wasn't around. When he was trying to start a business in Japan and failing miserably. I liked it like the first week he came back. It's like, oh, there's Shane. This is where he fucking zaps his nuts with the fucking battery. How stupid. I forgot about this angle. And when I say I forgot about it, I blocked this out of my memory. Like you would have you you'd have no fucking dick, bro. This is actually the longest match on the card. I would be pissed if it was any other wrestler. Who wins this match? Kane. All right, so here's what the match is going to be. Shane's going to take a, cr- a crazy bump. He's going to do it coast to coast. Yeah. Kane's going to catch him like midair with a choke slam. Yeah. Kane's going to get decimated. He's going to do a bunch of crazy shit. Shane's going to take a bunch of bumps. So if we get to the end of this match, we'll find out exactly what Shane does. Yeah, because they'll do the well, they'll do the spot like right at the end. I'm not spending 20 minutes on a Shane McMahon match. Maybe it was Shane McMahon versus a gun. That wouldn't be a 20-minute match. Oh, here we go. Shane McMahon's doing his little stupid boxing. Of course he is. Guy who apparently has never thrown a punch in 50 years either. King Kuniba chokes him a low blow. Of course it's a low blow. Oh, DDT. Oh, Kane's head did not even come close to hitting. Oh, he hit him with a camera pole. I love how when they stand there all days, like in Mortal Kombat at the end, where they're waiting for you to finish them. Right? uh, Something's going to happen. (laughs) So true. He's going to hit him with a monitor. He should be dead. Like, these guys, do they ever try to... I know it's like kayfabe, but they should have one where they... A guy doesn't care, and... It's the last match of his contract, and they do these things, and he dies. There's videos on YouTube where they explain what would actually happen uh-huh. if they did the moves that they say they're doing. Oh, here goes Shane. Oh, where- climb up the fucking top. He's going to miss. He's going to do a leg drop, and then Kane's going to move, and he's going to go through cardboard. No, Chris Jericho went through cardboard. Oh, he's going to go through pillows. No, Chris Jericho went through pillows. Oh, he's going to go through cotton. No, Chris Jericho went through cotton. He's going to go through feathers. Oh, dude, he wasn't even close. There's cardboard right there. That is cardboard. He wasn't even close. And then Kane's going to roll off the stage. Oh, he's going to stand uh, up. He's doing, he's, no, Kane's going to stand up. Oh, it's, 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 oh, it's a little Nate. He's going to suck little Nate's dick on the way up. That's <laughs> how he wins. I'm going to stand up. Uh, suck your dick real quick. Someone get out here and help. Why wasn't someone coming out to help him immediately? Someone come out here now. The match is over. The son of the owner of the company is probably dead right now. Well, bring out the fake EMTs. I mean, that's a crazy bump. I mean, he looked like he hurt the fuck out of his elbow right there. I said on Twitter, like, I'm not a huge Shane McMahon fan, but everybody's giving, oh, Jericho, he's 50 years old. He took this crazy bump. Shane McMahon is 51 and took a Worst bump at WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, Shane McMahon is nuts. Yeah. Shane McMahon got thrown from the top of a cage, same height as Jericho, and Shane McMahon landed in the ring. Yeah. Chris Jericho, who I love, got thrown from the top of a cage, 
and landed in obvious cardboard and rubber. How many painkillers do you think he's done in his life? Pro- all of them. There's Stone Cold and Jericho. Jericho's thin. Had abs. Yeah, he didn't have the super in like chest thing. Dented chest. What's the next match? I think the next match is JR and Lawler. Okay. All right. So now this match we have the uh, Al Snow and Jonathan Coachman versus uh, Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross for the rights to be the Raw announcers. And they just did like the two speed. Jim Ross is already is still on commentary up there. But why did this come about? I, they didn't say why it came about. Was and Al why Snow? is Al Snow involved in this? Yeah. Was he announcing at some point somewhere? I don't think he was. And who announces this match? I guess we're going to find out. Coach sucks. Oh, I hate Coach. You like him on ESPN? No, I would flip the channel. I don't care if he was talking about something I wanted to listen to. I think the guy that's on Raw now is probably worse. He is the worst announcer I've ever heard, ever. Yeah, terrible. And he's got to be like an NBC guy, right? That's got to be why. Oh, Waller sucks, too. Imagine every time you went to announce, you dressed in your wrestling gear. Just in case. And his rings gear sucks. The, oh, the one shoulder yeah. strap. Yeah. He's all high-fiving everyone like anyone gives a fuck. It's like, bro, you're Honky Tonk's cousin. Does he have music? Yeah, he's got the uh, Oklahoma Sooners fight song. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's almost as bad as if you played like the LSU fucking fight song. They're both just as bad. Shitty. Jim Ross is such so not a fan of Oklahoma Sooners that he didn't even get a name put on the back of the jersey. Like his own name. <laughs> He's going to Ross. Yeah, he could have put Ross and he was like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to buy this. What is his coach wearing? It's just sponsored by Nike, huh? Who's in? There's nobody announcing this match. Really? No. That's fucking awkward. What the fuck? Oh. Al so Snow, what to you, dude? You're beloved in ECW. You're just shit. He was beloved when he first came to WWE with the jo- uh, with the head and job squad. Yeah, now just fighting Big Boss Man on a pepper on a pole match. Now he's fighting Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross. Yeah, I guess I don't want to be a wrestler anymore. What does everybody want? This match to end. <laughs> What are all the things you would want if he asked that question right now during this match? Is it only things I can get involving this match? Yeah, it'd be like, what does everybody want? Jerry Law or heart attack? That's happened, though. After this. I'm sorry. Like, he's an iconic announcer, but he's also like an opportunist. Oh, of course. Very uh, fair weather. Are those two pieces or is that one piece? What? Lights. Lawler? Yeah. That's two pieces. Actually, it's three pieces. Are they no, are they really three pieces or is that just one piece? They're like sewn together. No, no, it's it's well, I think it's three pieces because it's the long tights, the short tights, and then the one onesie shoulder thing. Wait, what? I think it's one piece. I think the blue and the black are separate pieces. What are the odds that Coachman and Ross get in this match at all? Coachman has zero muscle tone. And Ross has any? I mean, he's got fatness. He's got loss of muscle tone in his face. <laughs> he's got nerve damage. What would you call Jim Ross's finishing move? The face drop? 
the facial paralysis, the stroke, the LaBelle's palsy lock. Oh, I can't even, I can't, I can't even, nothing I think of will be better than the LaBelle's palsies drop. Lock. 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 Excuse me. It's a submission move. Yeah, it's, it's where his face drops on you and you just sit there and go, God, get it off. <laughs> he just stares at you with his droopy mouth and you're like, I can't even do anything anymore. I give up. He drools into your mouth, his <laughs> the right side of his. <sighs> ah, and then you're just like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to wear the, the fucking stupid cowboy hat with it. Always has to wear the cowboy hat because he's a cowboy. It's like, I'm a sooner. I'm from Oklahoma. Oklahoma? You can't say L's. I'm from Oklahoma. Coach sucks. Jim Russell hasn't gotten in this match. Oh, he's uh, Coach was doing a little suck it thing. Oh, he was going to do the X. Uh, what the Bronco Buster? But he did it too high. Because he landed on the second turnbuckle. They're making Lawler look like a real stud here. Always taking down the strap. Because anyone gives a fuck. Lawler sucks. Terrible. Do you think... The, the worst yeah. part about Lawler is when he comes back to do commentary now. It looks like Good. fucking Howdy Doody. Like yeah, like at least like in the out. 90s when he did it, it was like, oh, that's just Lawler. That's the 90s. It's You know, he's being edgy. When he does it now, it's like, all right, Lawler, just... It's corny and creepy. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at his fucking guy's nuts right in his face. It's like, oh, look at that 15 year old girl in the crowd. She got some nice puppies. Huh? Huh? 15 year old like, girl in the crowd. Hey, here's my phone number. 15 year old girl in the crowd. Here's my hotel room key. Oh, here comes JR. Dude, his tongue is hanging out of his head and he can't even help it. Oh, you low blowed him. You fucking bitch. But is he walking around like Quasimodo? Oh, for fuck's sake. Dude, how old is he here? What the fuck? That was the worst clothesline in the history of clotheslines ever. And he fell. He fell after a clothesline. Has this guy ever kicked anything? Oh, look. I can't move my face. I can't move my face. (laughs) He's about to do the fucking LaBelle palsy lock. Oh, Oh, not the face. That's okay because he's hitting him in the shoulder. Like, it doesn't matter if Coach hits him in the face. What is this? Jericho out there. What the fuck? Why did Jericho just do a run-in? So Jericho really wanted Al Snow and fucking Coachman to be announcers? That's his motivation? I get And do Lawler and Ross just go back to announcing now? I don't know. Wait, why'd you just do that? Oh, he went after Ross to get at Stone Cold. Why? Because they're friends. That's pretty stupid. Are they going to so, go announce now? Yeah, like, does Ross just get up and go, oh, I lost, so let's go back and finish announcing. No, they're not going up to the announce table, are they? No, it's they're Raw commentators. Now, I don't remember Al Snow commentating. Yeah, this, is raw, this is a Raw pay-per-view. So wouldn't they take over right away? They, You would think. Well, JR, if they're going to be commentating, you might as well become a wrestler. We can just do whatever we want. That's one, right? Oh, it's, it's a build-up to it. It's the... Elimination Chamber with Goldberg. Triple H without the beard. It looks ridiculous. It looks really weird. Secure. He looks like he should be in the Resistance. 
Oh, Goldberg kicked through the fucking plexiglass. You suck. This is when Triple H was wearing those like bike shorts. Oh yeah, that's terrible. The sledgehammer. Those shorts are awful. Yeah, they're like knee-high bike short spandex. Is this with evolution? Yeah. No Batista though. Maybe another unpopular p- opinion. I fucking hated evolution. I didn't like evolution either. Suck. Randy Orton. Anything he's ever done sucks. And Batista, you know what? Batista sucks too. I'm sorry. Comes out. Batista. Goldberg was robbed. Fuck you. Yeah, fucking fake. Dumb fuck. He's looking like Hunter Hearst Helmsley there. He is Hunter Hearst Helmsley. There's Triple H. It's the same person. Yeah, but he wasn't going by Hunter Hearst Helmsley. It's still him. He's not blue blood. Yeah, Triple H needs to never not have a beard ever again. <laughs> this fucking pedophile looking motherfucker. Oh, oh, they just went back to commentating. Oh, so that match meant nothing. No. The stipulation was like, oh, you have to stop after tonight. It says for the commentators of Raw, so I guess that's just Monday night. Everyone else has to go backstage to recover. These guys are just right back, right back to work. Yeah, go get right back to work. They look like they're going to cry. Come on, JR. You lost. It's over. This You're a be- loser. Is this before his face dropped? I think this is before face drop. Oh, dude, you're crying. So I think he got the fucking palsy after this this match. It got to be because of that match. Wait, All right, Billy Garcia, you're just going to fucking name everything that could happen in this match? Garcia was oh, like always singing backstage to be like, look, I can sing. I can sing the Star Spangled Banner. Guys, look at me. But I can't walk out to the ring without my heels getting caught in the ramp. Falling on my face. Those shorts are terrible. What are you going to do, the Tour de France after this? You fucking jerk off? You're really being John Paul Levesque with that those shorts. Stop with the shorts and the... He, don't ever he, not have a beard again. He put those shorts on was like, yeah, this is the look now. Bike shorts. People are going to love this. He might as well have just come out with a stupid fucking triangular helmet that they wear. Now I'm a biker. Not the cool biker with like the leather and jean jacket. Biker, bicyclist, bike, 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 bicycle. <laughs> oh, biker! Oh, biker. I'm an oh, idiot. I get it. I'm an idiot. No one's gonna get that reference either. If you get that reference, you get a prize. Do you think him and like Scott Steiner stood in the back and like flexed their muscles and people measured them like, oh, yours is better? Didn't they have like a pose off? They had a push up off, but somebody had a pose off. Like a, uh, Rick Rude and Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 5. Plus Triple H as well. I may have with Scott Steiner. I know they did something with push-ups or something. Oh, here we go. Oh, uh, Goldberg. I'm going to kick my door open. And... That would be great if they had, if it was Goldberg and it was the goalie from Mighty Ducks came out. That would have been amazing. Just like his pads and shit. And he just walked out and he goes, I'm Goldberg, the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets fucking pedigreed. And then destroyed. rolls out of the ring and starts doing meth. And fucking Charlie Conway and Adam Banks have to drag his ass off to rehab. I woke up and the pain was gone. Well, yeah, because you've been doing meth. I'm glad your pain's gone, Adam Banks, but my pain's still here. That's why I do meth. That's why I look like I'm 85 years old. 
I think he's dead. I don't know. All I know is that this should have been Triple H versus Goldberg from Philadelphia. Mighty Ducks. Ah. Should have been. By the way, he was probably one of the worst fucking goalies ever. Goldberg? Yeah. It was terrible. And then you put him in instead of Julie the Cat, who stopped everything. Well, you know, Goldberg had to prove himself. Fuck him. You know what? That led him to his meth problems. I think he was better than he was. Well, Goldberg's got stretch. Mm. Great. You know what? At least he's not wearing bike shorts. He's wearing half bike shorts. Really looks like he's going to go fucking on his 10 speed after this. I don't remember this era of Triple H in his bike shorts because I wasn't watching at this point. He's either going to go on his 10 speed or he's like a 60-year-old woman that's going to the gym. It's both. With like a bright yellow, longer t-shirt with like kittens on them. And then he gets on his 10 speed and it's got the, the child seat in the back. He's got the water bottle attachment on the, the one pole that goes underneath him. And he just waves at his neighbors as he rides by. He definitely doesn't have pegs. No, no pegs on that bike. The, gotta leave room for the kid in the back. Oh, God. Goldberg sucks. I never liked him. I kind of hope Triple H loses only because of those shorts. Those like, shorts are the worst. Fuck you. With those Where shorts. was Stephanie going? Uh, I don't know, Hunter. This These do not look good on you. No, no, this is, this is the look. Hunter, we're going to have kids one day. They're going to be so fucking embarrassed. This shit's going to be a peacock one day for the world to see. I hope his kids disown him if because I was his, of this. If I was his kids every Christmas and Father's Day, I would buy him pairs of bike shorts. Hey, Dad, you remember when he wore these to fight Goldberg? Fucking yeah. loser. Fucking jerk. <laughs> Grow your beard back, you fucking jerk off. I was going to call up something else, but that might get us fired. I don't want to get us fired. JR said front face lock. Oh, that's some cheap plug. Cheap plug. Thanks, JR. Triple H is still a jerk off. I if I was Goldberg this whole match, I'd be saying nice shorts, asshole. Yeah. The, the whole, whole match. Like you look like fucking a jerk off. No other wrestler has ever worn shorts like that. None. You know, you watch enough of these, you see some shitty wrestling. Oh, no. you know who did? There's some one other one. Steve Mongo McMichael. And he fuck him too. I know he's sick now, and I, that's sad. But yeah, he's got like Lou Gehrig's. He doesn't even look like him. But in his prime wrestling, fuck him too. Yeah, he was terrible. He was a terrible football player. He's the whole reason why the Four Horsemen reunited. McMichael, Steve Mongo, Mongo, Mongo McMichael. What's a Mongo? I know what a mongoose is. It's the fucking bicycle that Triple H was apparently riding to and from pay per views in two thousand three. And the, the bicycle that Bret Hart apparently can't ride. No. <laughs> After And it all comes back to Goldberg. Oh, he's going to spear him? He's gonna Goldberg hit, and his little booties. Yes, Britney, spear him? I got my little booties. I get your little shorts. Goldberg, who are you fucking with, man? Triple H fought Alex Wright. And lost. And lost. It, it fucked up the whole space-time continuum. The whole thing. If Triple H would have won that match, he wouldn't be wearing these stupid fucking shorts right now. No, somebody would have went like, no, Hunter, I don't think that's a good idea. Those are the worst. I'm sorry. Those are the worst. And the fact that he's got those knee pads and the little boots makes it look even more horrible. Like, it looks like he's got pants that were just cut off in certain spots. 
And he's got like Bon Jovi's mid 90 hair and no beard. Yeah. I wouldn't wish those shorts on my worst enemy. No. But here's the thing. When you die, I'm going to say your last request to me was to be buried in those shorts. And those exact ones? I'm going to email Triple H to say, listen, my best friend and I did a wrestling podcast and we covered a bunch of pay-per-views and his dying wish to me after I stabbed him for seven times was that all he wanted was to be buried in your unforgiven 2003 bicycle shorts. You think he would oblige? If he didn't, that's bad press for him. You think he still has them? I think they're in a case somewhere with the rest of his... He goes down into his mansion in Stanford, Connecticut, and like as soon as he walks up, he doesn't even have to press the light switch. He walks down and the light motion detectors, they go... Like as he walks underneath them, the lights come on, and then rising up are all his different ring gear, and right there in the center is Unforgiven 2003 bike shorts. Right in the center with a spotlight. The, the number one thing. The saddest thing, though, is that if you look really close, those are two-piece. He's got his normal tights, but he also has bicycle shorts under them. Yeah, you can see. No, he's got, yeah, he's got tights underneath the shorts. I'm going to call Triple H or I'm going to email Triple H or his, his handler, his, his agent, whatever. I'm going to say, Mr. Hunter Hurst, Mr. Hurst, Mr. Helmsley. Mr. Stephanie McMahon. Mr. Stephanie McMahon. I have one request. I'm not a man that asks for a lot. But my best friend, who I co-hosted a wrestling podcast, he was a diehard Triple H fan. And a diehard fan of bike shorts. Loved bike shorts more than pants. More than wrestling. He once said to me, if it was socially acceptable, he would wear bike shorts every day, all day. He said there should be, when it comes to three-piece suits, it should be jacket, button-down shirt, bike shorts. This was a man that named his child Hunter Bike Shorts. He had one dying wish. After he was brutally stabbed in the face seven times by me, he said to me on his deathbed with blood gushing out of his mouth, why would you do this to me? Gurgle, gurgle. Please make sure that I'm buried in In Triple H's 2003 bike short outfit. Worn, like recently worn. Not, I want like if he washed them. I want them reworn and him to wrestle a whole match in them. All he wants is for you to re-wrestle Goldberg in the 2003 Unforgiven bicycle short attire and then take them off and apply them. He wants you, Mr. H, to apply them and put them on him <laughs> so he can be buried and say he was once part of the revolution. Anything because I'd be dead. Tell me when his his hair is over his face. He doesn't look like Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. He does. Look, even with the even with when he's making faces but no beard, he looks like Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. Like Lloyd, just give me the damn number. Give me the damn bike shorts. <laughs> Huffy Hearst Helmsley. And he'll respond. He'll say, "Is your friend dead?" I'll say, "No." He could he be. Just, he could be. Any day now, 
but he wants those bike shorts. Say the word. (laughs) You say the word, and I'll make it happen. Either way, though, his dying wish is that you apply your bike shorts to his body slowly and sensually. He's going to apply them? He's going to put them on you. So he's going to be by my casket like he was with Kane's girlfriend? Here's the scenario I have in my head. Your funeral. Closed casket, obviously, because, you know, I stab you seven times in the face. No one can see the bike shorts. Closed casket on the the top. Yeah, just the bottom open. Bottoms open. Knee pads? Booties? Listen to me. Let me finish. You're wearing the normal burial tuxedo. But in the middle of my eulogy, the doors bust open. Which doors? The church doors. Okay, doves fly in. No, I'm talking and I say, this is unbelievable. I can't believe that Vinny's gone. And then all of a sudden I hear, bang, and the two church doors open. And there's Triple H standing, sweating. Spinning out water. With the water bottle, he spits it out. And and you hear, it's all about the game. And he comes walking in. Who has the speaker? Who's playing that music? Stephanie's behind him with a boombox. Oh, not the funeral director. No, no, no. Unless they pay him off, I don't know. That's on them. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to speak for them. But his music kicks in and he yeah. comes walking out. And he's got, he's dripping with water and he's wearing this outfit. But I'm also wearing that outfit. No, no, no. You're, you're in a normal burial tuxedo. Oh. And he comes walking in and he's got that outfit on. Okay. And he, and, and I go, oh my God, it's Triple H. And I'm in the middle of my eulogy and I forget where I'm at. And I go, oh, Triple H. And he comes walking up and he doesn't say anything because he's a man of class. Okay. He's being respectful. Being respectful. He knows that I was talking and he interrupted me, but he knows that I'm okay with it. He walks up and he pays his respects because he's a, he's a good man. Right. And he, he does his little head bow. And at this point, because I'm doing the eulogy, nobody wants to just look at your legs. It's a closed casket. He opens the second half of your coffin. My face? The leg half. Oh, he opens the second. All right, the leg half. And he slowly undoes your belt because you're buried in a belt. Okay. And he slowly undoes it and he slowly slips your pants down around your ankles and pulls them off. No one's objecting to this. No, because everybody's like, oh my God, Triple H is here. He looks around the room. He pours the water in his head, puts some in his mouth, and he spits it out. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. Goldberg won. Okay. He's champ. Great. No fucking cares. So he, he does his water spit. The second, you know, the bottom half of your cast gets open. And I'm at the podium. So the mic's the mic's on me. So everybody can hear me. And I go, holy shit. It's Triple H. He just did his water spit. And he looks at me and he kind of gives me like a what's up, buddy? You know, like a little, like, hey, like an acknowledgement. All right. Your pants are already off. Everybody sees your little dead weenie. They're off completely. I don't have underwear on? No, he no, he pulled them off. Why? But I can have like tights like under his thing. No, no, no. Triple H don't play. But I got a dead dick right now. Your dead dick is just flopping in the wind because there's a fan because it's actually hot in there because we're having this in New Orleans. The fan is so powerful that it's flopping my dick up and down. (laughs) It's a fucking fucking jet engine. It's a uh, oscillating... Fan. Awesome, so much dick is waving. So back your, fan, 
every sad. once every couple of seconds your your dick just goes it looks like one of those wacky arm inflatable things it goes and then it goes back down because it's it's oscillating yeah i got it and everybody hears the flop flop and triple H, he's not saying a word it's just going from thigh to thigh yes it's like but you gotta understand so it, it's been like five minutes the CD that Stephanie has in her boombox of the song, she has to keep restarting. Just press repeat. Just hit repeat. Or get or see like a um, track back to. Yeah, she keeps in the back track. track one. So they time it perfectly. He is pulls it he, WWE, the pants. Is it WWE the music? Oh three. Oh three oh four one. Whichever one had all about the game. This is all in my head. I've got it all planned out. He he's wearing this outfit. What's Stephanie wearing? She's wearing that thing where she's got the leather top and the leather pants, but her hair's crinkled. She crimped it? Crimped it. She crimped it. It's been like 10 minutes at this point, and, you know, Triple H is just being a man of respect. Okay. Does it say he's, he's pointing out to, the, to everybody in the crowd or the audience. What do you call some people at a funeral? Audience, crowd, whatever. Audience, crowd. First of all, he spit fucking water all over the place at a funeral. He's not being respectful. Then he's going to call them the audience crowd. Um, how about pe- grievers? We're celebrating. We're not grieving. Oh, celebrating my life? Yes. We're not grieving your death. We're celebrating your life. Party goers? So he's pointing out at the crowd. Sponsors? Paid affiliates? Paid affiliates. Everybody's been drinking Rogue Energy. All right? They're all hopped up on Rogue Energy. I actually, you think I died from being stabbed seven times. I actually died from drinking Rogue Energy. (laughs) You took one sip and you died, and I was like, ah, and I stabbed you in the face seven times. The goddamn diabetes. So all this is happening. Triple H is being respectful. He's pointing at the crowd. He's doing crowd work. Okay. Right? He's pumping up. He's he's not he's not pumping up. He's uh, working, working yeah. the crowd. He comes over to the mic. I'm at the podium. I'm giving my eulogy. He walks over. And he did, kind of, he, he, did you stop giving your eulogy when he walked in? I was like <gasps> in awe. Gotcha. So now I'm just enjoying the show. And he walks over and he kind of like respectfully shoves me aside. And he he, he gets up to the podium, puts his two arms on the podium. He goes, "I did not know this man. All I know is that." This man, and he points at me, said that his best friend's dying wish was to wear my outfit from Unforgiven 2003. Which he had on. He has it on. Which he wrestled a match with Goldberg. He, was, right he walked into a, a basement and fought a match with Charlie Cruel real quick. Uh, there was nobody there, so nobody saw it, just like all her other matches. But he got sweaty because he had to walk down four flights of stairs to get to where the match was. And she was just there by herself uh, with her two uh, foam rubber belts. Kind of buy at the, fucking uh, play patty cake with them. Yeah. And she goes, you want to play patty cake? And he kicked her in the cunt and threw her out of the ring. And he got sweaty because he had to walk all the way back up the stairs. And he said, stop ripping off Harley Quinn, you bitch. He's up at the podium and he goes, I didn't know this man, but I know this man. And he points at me and he goes, I he said that his friend his best friend just wanted to be buried in this outfit that I'm wearing right now. Right. And I'm going to oblige that to my biggest fan ever, because I know this man, Vincent was a big DX fan 
And I know Vincent always liked me better than Shawn Michaels. That's not true. Uh, you're dead. It doesn't matter. I, I, I can say whatever I want. You said that or he's saying that? No, this is what I told him to say. You wrote the eulogy for him? I said, uh, this is what I sent an email to get him there. He walks over to you. Your pants already got your, your dick is flapping in the wind from the oscillating fan. He walks over and he pulls down his bike shorts. So this whole time he took off my pants and I've been sitting there for 10 minutes. Dick just and- flapping in the oscillating fan. And he's been clothed, and no one has come up and been like, maybe we should cover him up. Somebody did yell that in the back. And they're like, don't worry, so small, no nose. Somebody all the way in the back was like, cover his dick. And Triple H goes, we'll get there, ma'am. Calm down. And he walks over. And I, I got ahead of myself. He First, he takes off his booties. Okay. Then he drops his knee pads. And he puts his booties on your feet. He puts the booties on my feet before the pants. Listen, I'm not going to explain what Triple H does. I'm just going to watch and revel in it. He puts the booties on, then he slides the knee pads up. And everybody goes, oh, that's so sweet. He wanted the booties and the knee pads. Triple H goes, that's not all he wanted. And I'm going to fulfill this man's dying wish. And he pulls those bike shorts off and they're sweaty they're sticking to his legs as he's pulling them down and he has to do one of those things where it's like one leg one leg one leg one leg and it like to kick them down i got you when they're like really sticking to your legs really sticking to your, and he gets them off adjusts them back to where they're right side out like they're like rolling up they're like they're rolling now yeah you know what I'm talking about, right? they're sweaty they're sticking to his leg they're yeah like, and he gets, start, like unroll them yeah, he gets them off, he unrolls them, and he puts them back to neutral state. Okay. And he walks over, and he slides them up your body, and he puts them on. He gives you a little dick tap. Your little, how you doing, buddy? You there? You there, buddy? You there, buddy? Good to okay. see you. Have fun. This is your new home. And then he turns around. Now him, he's naked. Now his dick is flapping in the oscillating fan. And he pours some more water on himself. He spits it out. And he he just leaves with the theme music. Without saying a thing. Well, he said things while he was doing this. Okay. But as soon as he gets those pants on you, he turns around. He does this thing with the arms up. He spits more water. His theme music hits again. His dick is flapping in the oscillating fan. And he just walks out. And he's like, I'm out. And the whole crowd goes nuts. We closed the bottom half of your casket. We walk you down the street. We bury you. And I get, I finally finished my eulogy. While you're on, on the way? No, no. When we get there, we're, now we're dropping you in the ground. You're already getting dropped in the ground. Okay. By the way, the Undertaker built your coffin. Undertaker built my coffin. Separate email. It was a separate email I had to send. That was a lot of work. But I got the Undertaker to build your coffin. I thought he... Dug my hole in my ground. He did that too. I, like I said, separate email. When I say he built your coffin, you're actually buried in the coffin he built for Kamala. A huge coffin. Huge coffin. You need yeah, your space. Symbols on it and shit. Like a yeah. moon star. You need your space. But I thought it was between that one, the Shawn Michaels one, or the Yokozuna one. And, and when I looked at all three, I thought you'd be most comfortable in the Kamala one. Well, thank you. We're dropping you in the ground. And when I say dropping you, there's no ropes or anything bringing you down. We literally just walk you over and drop you in. 
Did fucking boss man come and try to steal me? Boss man's dead, sir. I finished my eulogy. The crowd goes fucking nuts. For I you? get a huge pop. That's never, that would never happen. But go ahead. Oh, the crowd goes nuts for my eulogy. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. There and then we drop you in. We kick the dirt on top of you. I don't even think we finished putting the dirt on top of you. And then we leave. And, and your headstone says, here lies Vincent, co-host of Front Face Like Podcast. You don't, you don't think they're going to confuse me with, like, WCW Vincent, do you? Here lies Vinny G. Okay. Vinny Violence. He's buried in Triple H's Unforgiven 2003 attire. Well, that's awesome. And just mm. as a joke, we put a dick in his mouth. But, but Yeah, I didn't tell you about that. That's just a whole separate story. You put a dick, like a real dick? Oh, yeah, no, we... You know, the guy who was uh, in the morgue next to you, I cut his dick off and put it in your mouth. Was it at least a big dick? It was huge. I mean, I don't want to look like I'm not a fucking stud. Like, listen, I'm a fucking go-getter. I want everyone to know, even in my afterlife, like, if I'm going to go, I'm going for it all. By the time I got that thing down to the balls, you had a lump in your throat. Is that going to get us fired? I don't want to get us fired. Are we going to have some staffing issues? We might. Okay. So yeah, so I'm burying you in that outfit with a cock in your mouth. That's he might the- well have been wrestling that match in that outfit with Goldberg's cock in his mouth because that shit was horrible. It was so bad that I just thought of your whole ceremony at your funeral. You know, if you do that, I'm telling you, I'm going to haunt the fucking shit out of you. I'm, I'm going to do that. So. I hope you do because I'll just set up a mic next to me and it could be front face like podcast with Ryan and a ghost of you. Ryan and a ghost of me? Would my ghost have the cock, ghost cock in my mouth the whole time? I wouldn't be able to talk in the podcast about <laughs> Here's the thing about being a ghost. And a cock. The cock is not the ghost. You're the The cock is not part of you. Or someone else. It's somebody else. So the cock is still connected to him, it's ghost-wise. Removable. It's removable? No. Okay. <sighs> now I have to explain... You being a ghost to you. Okay. Your body buried in Triple H's outfit is your ghost. Just because I shoved a giant black dick in your mouth, that is not part of you. No. You don't, it's not like you go to heaven with the dick in your mouth. You do know this for a fact. I have uh, spoken to people. Listen, first, my body inside that would be decomposing and I'd be a skeleton in his triple H shorts. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm going to dig you up and uh, exhume your body and steal the shorts because they would not decompose by the material that they're made of. Obviously spandex. So you would wear them after they've been on my dead decomposing body on my head on your head. Oh yeah. Would you sniff them as many times as I could, you know, when I start melting and leaking and shit par for the course. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. That's what I do. And I don't do it for the money or the fame. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. That's it. All just going to relish it all. Take it all in. Because that way, when people go, what happened to your co-host? Oh, he died. But he's still here with me. And I'll have the shorts on my head. I'll just be going. Okay. So that was Unforgiven 2003. (laughs) Which we didn't pay much attention to the main event. Which we never do. (laughs) Look how 
<laughs> we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, anywhere you can find a podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Front Face Lock, Vinny at Front Cock Lock. Front, front Face Lock. L-O-K. Vin Front Face L-O-K, not Front Face Fuck Lock Face. Or just search finger cuffs, V-I-N-G-U-R cuffs. Finger cuffs. Thanks, Brain Buster Boys, for that one. Instagram and Facebook at Front Face Lock Podcast. You can email us for any suggestions, frontfacelockpodcast at gmail.com. Donate to our page so we can get more stupid shit to give away or just Billy Kidman shirts and Judy Bagwell shirts and more guests. And, you know, we're going to spend money on cameos people to announce our name or some I don't know stupid shit stupid shit donate if you like us and we'll make the show better sounds good Vinny yeah buddy always a pleasure bye buddy see everybody next week later